Welcome back to the Free Game Producer Podcast. My name is Brian Andre, and I got the super producer, the multi-platinum homie, Will Power in the building. What's up, baby? What's up, bro? Man, it's a blessing to be alive. It's the day before Independence Day. By the time y'all get this, it's going to be the day after Independence Day. You know what I'm saying? But we hope you all had a wonderful and blessed uh, Independence Day. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. And uh, we got a lot to talk about today, man. Man, crazy weekend music. Absolutely. We got a dope Uh, interview, too, as well, with uh, Super Mario. Yeah, yeah, yeah. A young, dope guy, you know what I'm saying? Just just got a lot of uh, credits uh, as of of late. Like racked up last year, yeah. More Life, all the good stuff. Wycliffe. Oh, yeah, definitely. He talked about that, too, in the interview. Mm -hmm. So that's coming up. But the big thing that happened, both from a a musical standpoint and also a marketing standpoint, was Jay-Z's 444 album. Yes. Uh, that came out, man. Yes. That, that's that's um, causing a lot of buzz, both for the music and also for the whole rollout. So, yep. first of all, the album. Have you heard the album? I have, man. Um, you know, I'm doing the build out for the studio over yeah. here, man. So, um, that's all that's been playing like the last three days. Just nice. Um, as soon as I was able to get my hands on it, which we can get into because I wasn't able to get my hands on it as easy as I would have <laughs> liked to have. Right. But. You know, um, yeah, I ended up getting it, um, okay. and so I listened to it for three three days, man. The okay, entire good. weekend has just been kind of on spin, man, and good. it's super dope because, and I'll tell you, in those three days, I probably listened to it six or seven times each day. Oh wow! So you really gotta gotta feel I really for it. I listen to the album because, okay. and not because I was fanning out, but I just happened to have it on my shit, and it was mm. like just kept looping. And you know, I didn't realize it wasn't but thirty six minutes long. Yeah. So it's ten, 10 songs. songs, bro. Yeah. Like, and it's a quick ten songs. It's not even like, and well, we'll get into the content of it, but mm-hmm. it just kept playing, man. And like each time, I just ended up liking it even more, yeah. even more. You know, you start to catch the punchline. You start mm-hmm. to, you start to be like, what he just saying? And, right. You know, and then boom. So it's just a really dope. It was really dope, man. And. So well, I guess we can get into that if that's what you want to do. Yeah, <laughs> I think just talking about the album itself, I think that um, it was pretty dope that uh, we failed to mention this in the past episode, but this album has only one producer on it. No idea. Yes. And it's kind of a, a return to those days. I mean, you relate to this because you and Yellow Wolf did trunk music, mm-hmm. just you two. But when you have a producer and an artist lock in for a whole project, mm-hmm. we don't see a lot of that. And we even see like producers... Uh, team up with like three or four producers to do songs, but this album was literally when you read the credits, yeah. produced by No ID, the whole album. And, and guess Jay-Z. what? It sticks to it. It straight further pushes my agenda and theory that it's gonna be a classic. It is a classic already. Yeah, and it's because of that. It's cohesive. I, cohesive. It's cohesive, mm-hmm. and I don't think that you know what I'm saying. I think that it really brought back. A taste of what hip hop is supposed to be. See, people, people kind of tripping right now. Like they're acting like hip hop can't survive because there's right. a new breed of young MCs and music going on. Mm-hmm. They they have their space. They can have Absolutely. it. But like that doesn't mean you have to stop making dope hip hop. It doesn't mean that right. an artist on a platform like a Jay Z doesn't has to. You know, you don't have to be a New York rapper to jump on a trap beat just to be relevant. Like right. just do. What you've been doing and just do it 2017-ish. Yep. And that makes it dope. And I think that that's exactly what we got from Jay-Z. It was like, it still felt like Jay-Z from the early days, mm-hmm. the 90s, and the 2000s. It's a new thing. And while listening to it, the only difference in between now and then to me would be 
what he was talking about and how slick he was saying it. Mm-hmm. You know, that's it for me. Yeah, but yeah. I from agree. a production wise, man, come on, man. We we talking. No ID man was pulling tricks out the bag, yo. Like yeah, he was. He you was, was hearing the he old was manipul- comment, the manipulating old... those samples in a way. Absolutely. Just, you know. Yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, I just can't say enough about it, man. Uh, some of that, my favorite song on there was, um, I think, it was Family Feud. You know, and I believe that was mm-hmm. like a, a old Clark sister sample, and mm-hmm. you know, I think Beyonce was doing backgrounds she on there. She jumped on the backgrounds, yeah, everything, yeah. That was just. Can I mean, the church say Amen? Yeah. She supposed to say Amen. Yeah, and that's just one example of of what, what he's doing throughout this album. You know, what I'm saying, I think Kim Burrell did backgrounds on, I think, the 444 track, if I'm not mistaken. Mm-hmm. You know, and I forget what the initial sample was, but it's an old bluesy kind of sample mm-hmm. i mean you know they even use like some old black street samples in there you know the, yeah. remember the singing group black street that mm-hmm. uh doo, 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 yeah doo, yeah that's i think jam. complex wrote an article where they kind of dove into um the, all the samples that was used on there mm-hmm. so you might want to check that out but yeah it, i just thought it was a, a, a dope album man and i thought that um it's good for hip hop that an album like this is getting attention. It's to show people that, like you said, you don't have to be a old, disgruntled hip hop purist and be mad at the new stuff. Just, just right, you know, get it, to work. Like I, yeah, I think exactly. a lot of these older guys, man, that are super uber talented, super dope, super well respected, are wasting time. It's kind of like Donald Trump, you know, throwing up tweets about CNN. Like it's man, just that was crazy. Throwing people off. It's like not yeah. giving. It's like instead of just doing your job and like proving to the rap industry that like you're one of the greatest and like the young kids will follow you like you have to lead by example you can't be over here yeah and boo boo you know what i'm saying right. like walking off and bugging and doing what you do <laughs> walking like, off to my joe button yeah, walking i ain't <laughs> calling no names i'm just saying because i'm a i'm a huge joe button fan right. like i fucks with him in a heavy way man but at the right. same time like you're wasting time bro put some music out like give us a reason to know what the play is like yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't want to go digging up your old records, man. You know what I'm saying? Right. To try right. to do that. And right. then it's all like, it's kind of like, I mean, what's really dope about Jay Z's album is he slick addressed even that, you know, by yeah. saying, you know, y'all don't act like Tupac didn't have nose, nose ring. ring. Yeah. Come on, like, it's real. You know what I'm saying? So it's still kind of sun them a little bit with the whole money up to your ear thing. It's <laughs> well, just kind of giving, giving game to him. It's game. Like, man, yeah. bro, like, if we're going to talk about anything, in our culture, man, money is the root of the dumb shit. Yeah. It done went from being about getting out the hood and, and doing better for yourself and providing for your family to like stunting and acting like finessing. Yeah. Acting like it's bigger than what it really is. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like I, I just man, I you know, I hate to be I don't wanna do a whole show about Jay Z's album because Right. We don't want to be them dudes that's doing the corny shit that everybody else doing. No, nah, but we got to address it, though. We got <laughs> to address the album. So we so we got it out the way. The album is great. Go listen to it. It is. We got that out the way. Mm-hmm. Willpower thinks so. I think so. A lot of people think so. It's a great album. I man. do want to talk about the marketing, though. That's what I want to get to next. Okay. Because to me, you know, I'm a marketing guy. I got a marketing degree, so I pay attention to marketing stuff, and I thought it was kind of like... The marketing sloppy. sucked. It was, I thought it was sloppy because because <laughs> they kind of like was fumbling around first. It didn't, they, didn't make, they didn't make it clear what they were going to do. You know, apparently right. the album uh, was to be only for title subscribers, right? With no information given as far as a wide release, even though it was rumored to be a wide release later. Title only. Well, after the album was released, mm-hmm. 
uh, the masses found out the fine print, you would have had to have title or sprint before um, the album came out, or else. Even if, you, even if you signed up for a title afterwards, you couldn't get the album. Right. Which kind of, I thought, was totally against all growth principles. If you want to grow your business, you don't punish new subscribers. And they would have had to expect that once the album buzz started to go around, people were going to start signing up for title. Which, mm-hmm. That's what you want them to do, right? Mm-hmm. So I thought it was crazy. And then, just to give you our timeline... I don't know if this was pre-planned, but or I don't know if they felt the backlash. But then out of nowhere, titles came up with a website. I think it was 444. something, whatever. Go to our Instagram. I posted it, but they said, oh, you know what? Anybody can come to t- go to title and you get it for free. Download it for free. And it's like, okay, you know. Yeah, what I'm I just man, you know, like uh, I guess the best way that I put it because we ended up having like a thread on my Facebook page over mm-hmm. it, man, and. I hate to say it, man, but, like, I literally, and, you know, maybe I'll get shoot out later for this, but I was like, this reminds me of typical black business, the shit that I, we deal with in our own neighborhoods where somebody will tell you you could get something for a price, but there's always some haggling and some bullshit to go <laughs> along with it. Like, just sell me the shit straight up for the price you told me I could get it for. Yeah. And then we don't have to worry about it. Like, I, I, yeah. shouldn't, <clears throat> I shouldn't have to... You know, come over here to get it first off just because. Then when I decide to get it, now I got to get it at a certain time. It's just like, yeah. come on, man. Like, I've really been, like, because I'm obviously, I'm a supporter of his music. I'm a supporter of the, you know, what he stands for. I think it's a really dope movement. However, you almost lost one. You know what I'm saying? Because I was almost over it, bro. And here go the sad part. The sad part is I posted it. And then I got hit in my email with like six people sent it to me. And I'm going, see, so yeah. now I'm going to have the Jay-Z album and I didn't pay for it. Right. And I'm Breeding about to... piracy, yeah, basically. And I'm not even with that shit, but I really wanted to hear the album, yo. Like, I wanted to hear it and I didn't want to hear it late. I didn't want to be here sitting here Monday right. during our podcast and I haven't heard the album. Right. One of the, you know, supposedly one of the biggest albums to drop this year is going to yeah. is playing right now and Willpower ain't even heard it yet. So, you know what I'm saying? So I bought the title. You know what I'm saying? And then, of course, I thought it was because I was on a Verizon phone. I jumped online and freaked out. And so everybody was like, it ain't that. It's because you didn't buy it at before midnight that, before yeah. midnight or some shit. And I was like, see, this is all bullshit. Like yeah. that's not really what someone, I signed up someone for. Someone put it in one of your comments on your Facebook. Someone hit it on hit the nail on the head in, in any kind of business. You want to make it easy for the customer. That's my point. All these steps and caveats. That's slick shit. You you want to make it easy for the least intelligent, the lowest common denominator to buy your product. Man, and not only that, like I kind of pointed out too, man, that like it's like the game is just really unfair to people who don't have it's kind of like healthcare you know i'm slick jabbing these political things in here because the music industry is actually looking just like politics to me right now it's like what you mean the person that don't have the internet or don't have a streaming service can't get the music from their favorite artists yeah you know what i'm saying like I know that everybody needs to catch up with the times and be a part of the new shit. Like, eventually, that'll be the play. But there's still people, man, who ain't got none of this mm-hmm. that wanted to hear the Jay-Z album at the same time or, you know, if nothing else, a few days later than everybody else. But at the same time, it's kind of like there's no room 
for those that aren't in the in crowd right now, I guess. And that site is 444.title.com. And apparently, I guess you could download it for free or something. I just typed it in, and it's still a little bit confusing. But So are they doing hard copies? Yes, and that's the, my next point. They're, they're doing hard copies. You can go to, um, I think, Best Buy's website and pre-order the hard copy now, and you'll get six months of title for free with the so hard you copy. still got to be on the Internet to get participate in basically yeah it's but, just bullshit yo but, like just make the shit available and like give us the choice let us go figure this shit out i mean i'm listen man i'm all about him building his businesses well see also but yeah, one it's thing, a play for the slick shit bro, well, one thing i mentioned too they is don't like, even got enough music for me to be over there on title well, right now one thing about it is also <laughs> it's not just jay-z remember sprint bought a third of title Cool so so Sprint owns one third of this. So but I ain't even on Sprint. I'm on Verizon. So they're trying to grow their business as well. You feel me? You know I'm, I'm saying? just saying, bro. I'm saying, man. I'm just saying. That. Like so, I understand, but I'm sitting here going, like y'all alienating simple shit. Like, dude, I Sprint could still get some of my money, but you need to figure out how. Don't be I mean, hitting me with come get my phone. You yeah, can't well, get it if I don't got your is, phone. That's think, some bullshit, bro. In my Sprint opinion, your ass up out of here with that shit. In my opinion. <laughs> You can still achieve all your objectives without making things hard <laughs> and punishing people. You can just say, you know what? Uh, Sprint customers get title for free for six months. Or Sprint yeah, customers man. get the album for free. You could do something. Or Sprint customers get like a bonus man, behind I mean, us. You know it's, it's easy to do. You don't got to right. make it difficult. I mean, think about it, man. What's, what's, really, what's really dope about hip-hop is being on top of shit before everybody else. Being a part Absolutely. of the wave. That's what hip-hop is. Nobody wants to get it. The hottest niggas album after everybody else got it. Like I knew every line on the album from the memes, bro. And Basically. I was pissed about that. I was like, ooh, that's a slick line. God, I wish I heard it first. Like that right. sucks, man. That you and you know, I, I get his promotion. It was working, however. You know what I'm saying? And then people were screwing up the memes like that. He didn't even say that. That's <laughs> right. not what he said. Right. You know, I saw one dude say uh something about the kumbaya, and then he said <laughs> Because you kumbaya. I was like, he didn't say that, bro. That's not what he said, man. Like, so I'm sitting here going. Or the thing about the Kardashians, which is not yeah. true. He never even mentioned the Kardashian on, name man. on the album. So, but that's what happens though when you, people can't get it. They just kind of make up stuff, make right? Make up shit. So, man. and then there's also the whole influence side of it. You know, you being influenced before you hear it. Yeah. hundred people telling you it's the dumbest shit ever. Come yeah. on, man. Like I need to be able to make that decision for myself, but yeah. you can't help but to think that if somebody you really look up to says it's dope, you kind of go into it, kind of you know jaded, right? It's bullshit. And a, and, a, <laughs> and well, for what it's worth, too, apparently the hard copy will have three additional songs on there as well. So thanks, Jay. <laughs> That's some bullshit, man. Well, you know, I mean, it's marketing too. I just think that here's one thing though. I think at the end of the day. Because the album is great, all will be forgiven at the end of the day. Like the album is amazing. Like a couple man. Of years and from like, now, and like if you're a hip hop anything, purist, new school, OG, you know, gospel, I don't care what you do. Like this album has something on it for you definitely. that you can take away from it. And what's really cold about it is, it's really, really, really mature. It doesn't absolutely. And you don't, and you know what? I don't feel like it was on no OG shit. Like. It just felt good to good hear album, somebody yeah. sensibly say things that everybody wants to say. In a clever, artistic Super way. Clever, He's still, man. like, dropping right. dope bars. Like, it's like being nice, nasty. You son of niggas, but you ain't really, like, embarrassing them. Because, like, yeah. even with Kanye, he went light on Kanye, bro. Like, 
I think so. You know what I'm saying? For that, you know, I, think I so. thought it was just real slick to say I gave him 20 million. Yeah, yeah. And he gave, and me, he 20 gave me 20 minutes. <laughs> like, going to stand on stage <laughs> right. for 20 minutes and right. talk about me and my right. wife. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like, you just on here clowning us. Right. But we the reason you even standing on this stage, Basically. man. That's like, to Basically. me, I just... I, I, okay, so that's enough. I, I, you, know it, how, you know how we Speaking do. of which, so, <laughs> a, quick, a quick news item. You know, uh, it's been reported that Kanye is leaving title. Yeah, uh, doesn't surprise me. he not feel like... Well, he doesn't feel like he's being paid properly. And here's the thing, though. Title is a little weird in terms of releasing a lot of numbers. Because even with this Jay-Z album, we're looking at, like... You know, uh, Billboard and hits Daily Double are projecting stuff. There's no Jay Z projections because Title releases the numbers like secretly and late. You know, and I, I mentioned that because when Life of Pablo came out, Kanye West's album came out, they said that he had hundreds of millions of streams in like a week. Mm-hmm. So Kanye's argument is that look, I helped grow your business. You know, I brought you millions of plus subscribers or whatever. I wasn't paid properly. You know what I mean? And it brings up, up an issue because Tidal was supposed to be this artist-friendly artist-friendly platform. And I think Kanye West did a lot for Tidal. So it's going to be interesting to see how this plays out because he's feeling like... And I think some of it might be because he's mad at Jay-Z. And he's of like, course that's you know. what it is, man. Like, okay. Alright. So we got but, a millionaire but, that's mad at another millionaire because they short a couple hundred thousand dollars or maybe a million dollars. No, but, 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 <laughs> but I think, though, it's going to be good for music business to pay attention to this because, you know, a title is supposed to be on the cusp of paying artists fairly. So now we got an artist that's saying this yeah, is kind of unfair. Don't take I mean, listen, man, I hope this don't screw up my opportunity to ever work with Kanye because <laughs> I'm truly a Kanye West fan, Mr. West. If you ever want to work to me, let's do this. No, but I, but I think However, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? He kind of got some Donald Trump uh, tendencies, bro. What? Like, he, he be pump faking and blowing smoke for no reason. Like, I know he's really artistic and really, really outspoken. Mm-hmm. But, bro, we already know that anything he mad about right now is based off of the fact that, like, you know what I'm saying? Their their relationship has changed. Now right. it might not have to do with this album, because honestly, I've heard they're saying that they're been, they're cool. They're all, they already right. was cool over that stuff. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? I mean, rap music. Well, they met. They they met. I think at a birthday party or something. They met uh, him and uh, Jay Z and Cardet and Kim and uh, Beyonce met with each other. Mm-hmm. I don't know. And, and they're saying this whole lawsuit, this whole whatever they're going through, happened before the album even came out. So it, it possibly, man. But I just think that. I don't know, man. My thing is this. Um, you gotta go sue everybody. Don't just go suing Title, man, because they no, all but, no. But simple. But Title, though, unlike the other companies, Title was a little bit secretive about their numbers. So I think that for a big Are picture point of view, yeah. Well, how come we don't have any numbers on on Billboard for Jay Z's projections, in, even for Jay Z's album? There's no projections. You go to his daily, his daily double right now, and they've got Calvin Harris's album as being the number one album next week. So, do you think that is because uh, like uh, numbers transparency from the other companies? Is that what you think it is? Yes. Or, well, okay. Whereas, because even with the whole thing with uh, Kanye West's album, if you recall, uh, Title didn't release Kanye's numbers till like weeks after the fact. Mm. You know what I mean? Uh, and Kanye West went platinum off off of streaming. Based on other sites' numbers, not titles' numbers. So well, I'll tell you, man. You know, 
and I don't know, maybe, and, and, and maybe even the pay scale. The pay scale is supposed to be fair for title, but it's, they still haven't publicly show how they're paying the artist. So I think that. You know that's got to come out eventually, and I know Title's like a new company, or they're trying to get their footing. They're trying to like that's the reason why they got in bed with Sprint because they needed cash. So Bro, they're trying you know to survive. Goes, but everything I, but, cool when everything's cool. <laughs> yeah, but you I'm know, just saying, but the minute things ain't cool, then all of a sudden everybody doing something dirty. Like I, I yeah. hate that part of the business, man. Because well, yeah, because I believe like they love you when you winning and when everybody else smiling and cheesing. But the moment it ain't looking good, all of a sudden all the holes in the system come out. Yeah, I think most artists are being patient. They're trying to be patient with, with Title and Jay Z. But I think Kanye was because of this conflict. Well, just, I'm gonna say this. It can't be nothing but pennies on a dollar anyway, because ain't none of the streaming companies paying like loot right. like that. So whatever they arguing over, unless you're a major label, <coughs> even yeah, yeah, <laughs> hey, Spotify yeah. cutting them <laughs> big <laughs> checks to the major right, label, exactly. So. But that's my point. So it's kind of like now I don't know how they did their deals because, um, like you said, if a major label is working in bed with Spotify, then Spotify is paying the major label now. Title. When they first did it, I don't really understand it, so don't don't me quote me. But it seemed like what Title did was Jay Z gathered up the homies and offered them all like personal deals, which means maybe that's where the issue is in the sense of right. like, okay, so we're not paying Universal, we're paying Kanye, which could be different than right. anything. So I don't know, but ain't no. It's weird. Know, I just I just think it's. I just think that if anything, maybe we'll get more information. I'm sure we will, but conflict. for now, I just think it's just Kanye <laughs> being Kanye, man. Like he probably gonna, so, yeah. You know what I'm saying? He ain't finna be cool with just you know the drama. But I, I personally hope they all work it out. Those two dudes, man, make great music yeah, together. They've done course. they've done phenomenal things for the music business. You know what I'm saying? But and I've gone on record saying that I want to see Title succeed because I like the fact that it's Jay Z based, it's artist based. Yeah. You know, I want to see it do well. So I just, I don't know, be interesting to see how everything plays out. You know, nice. and I like to sit down with them and do something because it's, it's a lot of good content too with Title Man. Uh, if you're really into urban culture and, and hip hop, they have a lot of exclusive content. Mm-hmm. You know, on Title. But anyway, um, that's that. Other music, man, just I mentioned Calvin Harris. She's gonna have a number one album next week, probably. A jamming album, self produced album. You know, it's mm-hmm. kind of like EDM, but a funk EDM. He got a lot of features. EDM. Yeah, well, he's got Nicki Minaj <laughs> on there, Big Sean, a lot of features. But it's, it's a dope project, man. That I came out. Jokes. Um, you mentioned Jordan Lucas had an album. I missed Jordan that. Lucas. Yeah, so I wanted to talk about that. Okay. I wanted to talk about just the the whole concept of like having a larger artist hit the market. Around the time that not so big artists hit the market, like Sai the Prince had some music come out last week. Dope, dope uh, record with with, uh, with Schoolboy. Joyner Lucas mm-hmm. came out with a record album that is really dope in my opinion. That I just haven't. I'm not saying it's not doing well, but I'm not. I haven't heard anything. I have. You know how it goes, man. When something's really buzzing, people talking about it. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, just you know, so a lot of stuff kind of just kind of came and went. And you know, soon like like with anything else, as soon as Jay Z hit the market, it was like nobody was talking about nothing else. So, I think he has come out a couple of weeks ago, I believe, on the uh, on the uh, the twenty third, I believe. Mm-hmm. But a, a young book had an album come out. He did a little video talking mm-hmm. about you know yeah, nobody listening his album, but it was dope. I listened to his album um, Zero from Houston. I, I had a theory, man. Go ahead. 
So Eminem's dropping an album this year too. Allegedly. Oh, Alleg- I hope so. Allegedly. Yeah. But you noticing like they kind of on the same. Like Eminem and Jay Z always on about the same. They drop albums the same year, pretty much every time. It's a race for the goat on a, the greatest alive. I think. You think so? I think so. Yeah. You don't think that is like just the larger corporate structure of it? Like they all just kind of make sure, like, because they all seem to come out around the same time. Like, it's kind of it's just ironic to me that these same amount of years have passed since the last album. They both drop in the same time. You know what I mean? Yeah, 2013, I think they both had an album They come both out. dropped there. Yeah, like, the la- Magna Carta was, was that the Magna, last one? Magna Carta. Magna Carta Grill. came yeah. out, and then Emma, uh, the, Came out November that year, later yeah, that year. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. So, same thing here. Like, we're going to see an Eminem album probably in November. Well, I look at it like, you know, to me, uh, you can make an argument that both Eminem and Jay-Z are, are arguably, you know, two of the greatest rappers of all time. And I think that, like... For me, it depends on who has the, the, the freshest new current stuff, you know. And I think they go back and forth, you know what I'm saying? I think right now, Jay-Z clearly, clearly has the crown because he, you know, did this album. So Eminem come out with an album that's good, lyrically good, dope. Maybe he can, you know, get that. So I don't know. I think well, it's like are, a, a, I mean, a friendly competition. I, think. I feel the same way about both of them, though. You can't really... They're both going to drop dope albums. Like, it is what it is. Now, you know... But to, to your point, though, I'm re, I'm looking at my title account now. I'm looking at the album, and this is another clue that I had that this album was going to be released on more than just title. Because if you read it from the very beginning, it says 2017 S. Carter Enterprises LLC, marketed by Rock Nation and distributed by Rock Nation slash UMG, which is Universal Music Group Recordings. So I'm like, if it was if it was going to only be on title, why would they need Universal Music Group? So that was my clue that it was going to be distributed wide. Writer than title. I say that to say the Universal Music Group also owns Interscope, which Eminem is on. So it's all one. So to your theory, it's Universal Music Group, you know. And yeah, I just kind of think it's a play for what it is. I mean, you know, I the way I look at this man, and this was just me doing my own thinking. This is theory. Okay. This isn't you know right. facts, but I just look at it for what it is, man. You know, like you got certain cats, man, that like kind of set the tone, mm-hmm. and then they sit back and let people do what they do. So and it, and it could be the reverse of it as well. It could be they sit back and watch for two or three years to catch a wave, and then they come out and then they, yeah, they be on the wave. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Now the reason I don't really feel that way about Jay Z's album is because there was maybe one record that I even heard trap drums on, which right. was dope because I'm so over that. Not that I don't, uh, you know, I like trap music, so I'm not really tripping. But at the same time, I, I it's refreshing to not have that. You know, and then it wasn't too boom bappy neither, which was also good because I don't be wanting to hear that shit. I just want to hear creative production. Mm-hmm. And this was really dope. And what I thought, since we're a producer podcast, I want to mm-hmm. get into the mixing and the way that the album sounded like. The drums weren't too loud. The, everything mm-hmm. kind of just felt right. Yeah. You know what I mean? And because, you know, man, we tend to like want everything to just be loud. This this album didn't really feel that way. You know what yeah. I mean? Like it really had some dynamic to it. And that's my rant for this evening. <laughs> no, man. Shout out to uh, you know, everybody that worked on that particular album. But I think that It um, wasn't everybody. It was just uh <laughs> it was just my man. No, I'm talking about in terms of uh, 
the recording and mixing. Our Young Guru recorded oh, yeah. the whole album himself. Guru recorded it, right? It was mixed. It wasn't mixed by Young Guru though, because I'm, I'm trying to pull it up right, pull that up right now as far as the credits go. People that, um, and we know just by studying Young Guru, he does mix. But from my understanding, he didn't um, do a whole lot of mixing on here. Let me see if I can find some of the credits here. Cause they had a credit somewhere I saw. I might have to get back to it because it's I can't. dope too, man. Cause like online, man, I'm starting to see like conversations from other people who were around during the process of the album. Kinda mm-hmm. like it was really dope to see Jermaine Dupree say that you know he was actually there. Like one of those beats were supposed to be on the American Gangster album. He just happened to be in the room and told. You know, um, no ID, no ID to play the, play that beat, play some beats for Jay, mm-hmm. and he played it. And one of those beats on the album was one of the beats he played. So he was like, okay. "I like to think I had something to do with this." <laughs> yeah, I'm looking here. Recording engineer Young Guru, uh, mixing engineer Jimmy Douglas. Oh man, that's uh, the senator, bro. You know, that's a uh, that's Timberland's guy. Okay. Or they came up together on those. And mastering engineer uh, Dave Kutch. So. Mm. Um, and I think that uh, you know I'm just looking here at, at the different credits for the different songs and uh, yeah so I believe all the songs were mixed by Jimmy Douglas and Master uh, by Dave Kutch hey do your Googles too look those guys yeah, up man. man and uh, maybe we can get them on the, on the show yeah. at, at some point but um, so yeah shout out to all of them man but um, again we had a lot of good albums Young Buck had an album that, that, that came out that I thought was pretty cool um, let me shout out the producers real quick because his album was produced by two guys. Did the whole thing. Um, uh, band play was one guy, and then uh, uh, Steve Da Vinci as well was on that project. Shout out to them. TLC had an album that came out. You know what I'm saying? They ain't had an album I think 15 years, and they had a big thing a couple years ago when they had like a GoFundMe thing for they raise money and they didn't come out with the album and fans are mad that they gave to it so mm-hmm. they finally had an album come out shout out to um you know uh, uh cory moe did some tracks on there ryan fair d mile um did some tracks on there as well dunlap is- exclusive did tracks on there as well so shout out to the tlc album mca had an album to come out from the west coast that was executive produced by premiere dj premiere nice and i thought that um they had a pretty clever marketing campaign for that. They've been marketing this album for like two months now, showing clips of it. And they, uh, in the past month, they had a who's who in hip hop from DJ Khaled to, I mean, everybody Bun B, Nas, Ice Cube, Ice T, Tech Nine, Queen Latifah, uh, Kendrick Lamar, uh, J. Cole. They all had them shout out MC8 and videos and Gia. You know, they all had it. And it was pretty dope how they put them together. Um, and they've been airing these different shout-outs for, like, a month now, building up to the album. And I would say that's a pretty good album, man. Uh, Shout-out to um, uh, Brink Sinatra, who produced, I think, like, every track except for two. The premiere did the other two. Very, very solid album called Which Way is West. Check that out as well. Um, who else had an album to come out? And, and Zero from Houston. I couldn't get many uh, credits for that album, so I don't know who produced it on there, but it's a pretty solid project, a real solid project. Mm-hmm. I looked at the whole thing, so a lot of good music. Shout out to them. Real quick before we get into the interview, I do want to mention that it is July the 3rd, which is uh indication that we're halfway through the year, right? And we always talk about 
what are the top albums at the end of the year. So what I've been discussing is, because I think this is an amazing year for albums so far. A lot of good albums come out. So I was wondering, hey, you know, what would we say are like the top last five albums? Better, yeah, this is I don't think so. I think last year was kind of weak in my opinion for albums, but you know, we can talk about that too. But I think, you know, you got Kendrick Lamar album came out. Damn. David Banner had an album. We even talked about that much. Man, God the Box, God Box, which yo. Is, which is crazy. I have not heard it or anything on it. Well, Do I've you been, know of anything I, of it? I've heard a couple songs on there. I haven't listened to the whole thing, but but everybody that heard it says it's one of the best albums of the year. Whoa. So we should check it out and talk about it next week. I'm definitely going to get that, man. And Dave Banner is an excellent producer as well. So he got an album that's real dope. More Life came out with you know, Drake. Big Sean, I Decided, came out. Um, Rick Ross had an album that came out that's really, really good. You know, I think the Fat Joe Remy album, Plateau Plano, was a very, 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 very good album that came out. Future, I, I still bump both his albums, the self-titled album and the Hendrix album. You know, shout out to all those guys, man. Mid-year re, mid review. <laughs> Two Chains album, Pretty Girls Love Trap Music, came out dope. I thought Kodak Black had a solid album that came out. Scissor album was dope. Uh, Khalid album is doing really, really well. Mm -hmm. Kalani had a dope album that came out. Freddie Gibbs had a dope album that came out. Um, Logic album, Everybody, which is a really good album, did well as well, is out. Run the Jewels. Yeah, forgot about that. Yeah, they had mm -hmm. an album to come out this year. Uh, Gucci had at least one, maybe two albums came out this year. Gucci, Drop Top, Goo Up. I like Drop Top, Goo Up. That was pretty dope. Gucci drop an album every week. <laughs> Shout out to him, man. <laughs> uh, Problem and DJ Quick had a full length album come out, which I thought was one of my favorites of the year. As well. I saw that uh, Sat 21 Savage got one about to come out. Come out, I think, next week or yeah. I think Friday's coming out. Um, NGK had a decent album to come out. T Grizzly had a pretty good album that came out. Vince Staples, Big Fish, I haven't heard that yet, but I heard What's it's crazy, good. though, man, is like I already know of about six or eight more albums right now that I know are coming this year. Bill Bill DeVoe had an album to come out even that was pretty good. I, <laughs> I mean, really? Yeah, hey, listen. <laughs> listen, them brothers is torn, and they like capitalizing off that new edition movie. Man, I think I think that album came out the same week as the movie came I, out, man, which was you know smart. What? I'm really glad to see a lot of that because, like, here recently, you know, BET Awards, everybody kind of saw that. But uh, man, I finally was just walking past the TV the other day, and I got to see Escape perform. Ah, yeah. That shit was dope, man. They coming, they see, too. They back, bro. Like they And they ain't lost nothing. Like, they still sound the same way they did back then, yo. It Listen, a Tribe Called Quest started something last yeah, year. Yeah, they started it, bro. And, and they and like, it, look, man, if, if you just be new but still be the same. Right. You know what I'm saying? Now and we just need some new SWV and I'll be good. No, but see, here's the thing, though. It's about awareness because SWV been putting out albums recently. They had an album, I think, last year and wow. the year before that. And people don't, except for me, I'm a super weird, nerdy fan, so I know about it, but it's about awareness. That's why I gave props to MC8, because his album, he had this awareness, you know, with it. So, it's about awareness and marketing, man. But Joey awareness Badass had an album marketing. to come out, too, man. Free so. game. Awareness and marketing. Yeah, man. Create awareness. Let people know, man. And then you're, at least your core fans are rock with it. At least. And if you happen to pick up new fans, then great. But your core fans will buy your stuff. But you got to make it work. See, you love SWV, right? But you didn't even know they have been coming out with music. Didn't even nah, know. I just remember them when we was young. But they was dope. They, they still, though. Look, Coco was one of my favorite singers on the planet, man. Ever. Coco right? is amazing. Yeah. Okay? Yeah, so, yeah. shout out to her, man. Um, so, yeah, real quick, though. What's some of your favorites this year that came out so far? So far, man. If you had to like, top five, what would be your favorite top five top albums five. this year? Top uh, five. 
Let me see your list because I forget again, you man. You got to scroll left. I left out Rick oh, Ross yeah, on okay. there, too. All right. Yo, yeah, Rick Ross's album was dope. Yeah, but you can scroll uh, left. Oh, let right. me see. All right. So just from this list that you called out, uh, Scissor yes. was really dope to me. Mm-hmm. Uh, Khaled was really dope to me. Mm-hmm. Uh, 444, of course. Mm-hmm. Um. Yeah, I think I left off Rick Ross, Run the Jewels. I left and I, I'm not, well. if I'm not naming some of these, it's because I just haven't heard them. It's not because I didn't right. like it. Uh, Kalani's was I. I liked her album. I man. like I like her. I like what she does. I like her music, man. And she has some dope production on the yeah. album. Oak but, something. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, a lot Oak, of those. Oh, yeah, um, yeah. Oak and... Um, yes, it's two of them. Yes, yeah, two of them. But anyway, man, like, it, it's dope, but I just... I don't know, man. You know how you be feeling. Sometimes it just be overdone. Like, people need to go ahead and just give us some 10 songs and 10 crack commandments yeah. and get on through. Some of it be too much. Yeah, for me, my top five was... Um, and let, me, th- let me get back on that top five because I don't have one right now. <laughs> okay. Like, I'm, I'm <laughs> oh, yeah, it's cool. I just, you know, I've been big on lists. As you you all can hear, I think last week we asked Major Seven this top five producers. Uh, and this week, Super Mario gives his, and I'm, I'm more, I'm kind of, I love lists, so. No, nah, yeah, no, nah, like, and I'm with it, and, I, and you know what, stuff, I'm going to so. tighten up because I should be able to tell you that, but. No, but see, I love it off top of the head. I love it just well, off without the top, thinking, then, okay. without thinking All about right, it too cool, hard. Man. So just, let me go ahead. Who, who think, comes to mind, think, you know what I'm saying? Right now, what I, what I liked this year. Okay, so I already said Jay. Mm-hmm. And, um. Jordan Lucas is dope. That okay. album is dope, man. Uh, who else came out that I liked this year that I was really, like, riding to? Oh, that's it. <laughs> <laughs> well, for me, for me, man, my top five, in no order, was Fat Joe and Remy, my album. Uh, I don't know about that one, bro. That, that album is... Listen, I, I know st- you didn't already gave me the scoop. I didn't, for, me, for me, it's about replay value. I'm never a prisoner at the moment. I like to see how you play stuff month after month. And I just played an album the other day, man. That album is amazing. Like, I mean, for I trust pure, your, for I pure trust hip, your, uh, For pure hip-hop, like dope beats, you know, dope I don't know, beats man. and dope I rhymes. I just never, I heard it once, and I probably didn't listen to it again. Oh, I'll man. try again, though. It's a dope I album, I think man. the title <laughs> kills it for me. Well, like. we said that for marketing. And the corny-looking ass. Uh, the cover was hard, though. The co- hard, bro? That was a hard man, cover, That cover man. looked like some damn... Come uh, on, man. No said, limit shit. They should have <laughs> all they needed to do is add some gold and some and man, some Rottweilers no, on that bitch. That no, shit. man. That was a hard album. <laughs> speaking with a no limit, back in the day, albums was hard back no, in the they day. They was. <laughs> I mean, in down 91, it, it was shit. it was having a throwback, a throwback feel to the album, man. But I thought it was dope. It was a dope album, man. I uh, ain't bad at one of the best. We gotta start working out again. Cause see, back see last year we used to we work out on it, man. We and we would play the them. stuff right. doing a workout and then we would debate. After well, the workout, if you was help over, me man, bring so. my equipment here to the studio, then I can move. We'll get back to working out. <laughs> so yeah, but uh, mine was a factor in my album. Uh, Jay Z, I think Hendrix for Future album. That, that might be my number one album. Hendrix from Future. I love that album. I, I mean, listen, man, I like it, and I find myself running to it and shit like that when I do work out. Hendrix, yeah, and his self-titled album is good for the gym. Mm-hmm. If you like need a high energy album, play that Future self-titled album. You know, that's that bumps. I like the DJ Quick um, problem album Rosecrans. I just I'm a West Coast guy. Quick is my favorite producer of all time. So enough said with that. And then Big Sean, I decided. 
Also, Rick Ross had a good album too, though. Man, yeah, I could put Rick Ross in my list. I just forgot to when I make I forgot to put it on my list. So, so. right now I got three. Okay. <laughs> Shout out to him. As promised too, if you follow us on Instagram at Free Game Podcast. I need to make it ten though, because really, right now I'm at four. I think. What did I say? I said Jay Z. Jay Z. Jonah. Yeah, Jonah Lucas. Scissor, Rick Ross. And Rick Ross. Okay, so four. I'm cool. I'm cool. I, I could stay there. But as pro- I said, if you if you go to uh, at Free Game Podcast, I put a post up. I said I would call out on air people who put their list. So uh, role model publicity, uh, Marty Bowser. Said Logic album, everybody, Scissors album, Jay Z, Kendrick, and Joy Badass was, was her favorite Dope. top five. So follow us, man. Uh, you know, at Free Game Podcast on Instagram, uh, at Free Game Podcast on um, on Facebook. You mm-hmm. know, uh, go and comment if you're on iTunes or yeah, we got SoundCloud. like 13,000 or 14,000 people on the Free Game Podcast on Facebook. So, so just jump on, man. You know, what comment. Saying? It comment. It's a Great. place to like also like promote your own shit. Like you can come on talking like yeah. get feedback. But we need to really drive people there to get involved with what we trying. If to you're do. if you're listening to this on iTunes, do me a favor and rate it and comment on it because what happens is um, what I'm finding out is that when they rank the podcast, they they use statistics for how many plays, but they also use the interaction. They use like how many folks rate it and comment and subscribe. Right. So do us a solid man. Rate, comment, and subscribe on right. iTunes. And, if you, just, and and bear with us because we getting ready to step this up. Y'all about to see a lot more. You're gonna see more merch. You're gonna we see more been. everything, man. But we want you all to like interact though. You know, I try to um make sure we we, we uh, respond back to everybody that comments stuff on a different social media sites. But just kind of get involved. And yeah, bear with us. But it's a, it's a it's a uh, slow moving machine. But it's still it's a steady moving machine. We commit to not stop, you know, moving. So just you know, shout join out in. shout out to our assistant producer here too. Joey been killing it. Man. Yeah, man. Joey been killing Joey it. Joey been man. killing it with us, man. Helping us get the show together, making sure y'all get it. Because if it was left up to me, y'all had to wait till I got finished sheet rocking. Sheet rocking, <laughs> producing. I mean, Willpower does a million things. So, like, you know, that's why I appreciate Joey to, to step in. Uh, yeah, um, you know, because I don't even, sometimes if, if I know it ain't been posted yet, I just leave you alone because I know you're doing something. I just well, kind of yeah. Wait. I mean, so, uh, bro, I swear to God, y'all, I'd be wanting to get it up. And, like, I could be sitting at my computer about to do all the loading. And then I'll get pulled away to go do something. So, yeah. well, shout out to, to, you know, I think Joey and I got a system. So, hopefully, we can get this stuff knocked out. Yeah, but uh, thank y'all for tuning in, man, for so long, yeah. man. Like, we, we, oh, wait, man, we. This 58 right now. 58. Yeah. Bruh, we already in year two on this thing, yeah, yo. Yeah, we are. Yeah, I think we had a year, I think it was April, May, something That's like that. all right. When we open up this building, though, the celebration going to begin. Definitely. We're going to find a way to party. Speaking of party. Speaking of party, man, uh, you know, I was just bumping that, that track um, off, off of More Life uh, with, with Young Thug on it, uh, Ice Mills. Produced by a friend of the show, S1 and Super Mario. Yeah. As well. That's crazy. S1 been on the show. Super Mario is on the show yeah. today. And, and it's funny how they, how uh, Super Mario explains that song. Because apparently he used, I guess, some kind of some kind of sound pack from S1. Mm. So it still ended up being they both got credit for it. So that's kind of interesting. He, that he, is dope. He talks about that on, yeah. on his interview and, as well. And, and what I took away from the conversation outside of all of that was he was smart enough to not book. Yeah, not like, just kind of give a yeah, hard like, man, you know, it's my like, beat. It's my beat. I yeah, made the beat. You, right. you, I might have used your sounds, but whatever. But right. it was brilliant because to, on both sides. It's smart on s one side because people are using his sound packs to make music, mm-hmm. which immediately puts him in 
either a sample clearance position or a writer's position. Mm -hmm. So you're part of the record now. And then number two, it helps the young producer because guess what the young producer just did? Number one, he got a placement. Number two, he just hooked up with another producer that's got a relationship with more work. So So a lot of times uh, young artists and producers... That kind of they buck and they mess up opportunities, mm-hmm. you know. So now speaking of that, I just want to say on air, uh-huh. we are getting ready to start doing our. Um, we're gonna start doing these uh, collab sessions with producers. Okay. Um, my manager is setting up a system right now. Nice. To where you know people who may not have any placements but are really dope um, can come and actually round table with us, and. Um, and my my team is working to get the placements and put the work put the work into play. Nice. Um, you know what I'm saying. So once she once she allows me to know what the plan is on it, you know, I put me up on her strategy because like it's been some kind of secret shit going on. I'd be walking in and everybody get quiet and nice. shit like that. So I know soon enough. Once we find out, you know what I'm saying, then we'll have like special people. That may not necessarily have the connects to get into rooms like you. Let's say you live in middle America and you just ain't got no way to get to New York or L.A. Or you just don't know nobody. Well, if you listen to this show and you're a dope record producer, man, you can come and like bang with us. You know what I'm saying? And nice. if we can get something off, then guess what? And 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 you could check my you could check my technique and my history, bro. We get these things off. Absolutely. Yeah, insane, insane. So make sure you stay in the loop. Stay following Willpower. Right. Follow uh, at Great Matter Collective. Yeah. Follow uh, Free Game Podcast and just you know stay connected, man. We appreciate every single person that rocks with us, man. And um, we got a dope beat break. Yeah, we're gonna do a beat break Coming right up. quick, and, and then, then we got uh, Super Mario. There it is. Happy for happy uh holiday. Well, happy fourth, yeah. fifth, sixth, and seventh. <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> Man. Hey, man. <laughs> free, 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 free. free. <laughs> <laughs> All right, man. Let's do it. Peace. You was missing
To the free game producer podcast we got a very very dope guest on the line one of the hottest up-and-coming producers in the game yep he's produced for young jeezy uh young thug my favorite young thug song he produced actually i'm gonna get into that <laughs> a little bit he produced on uh, this drake album more life as well we got super mario on the line Woo! how you doing sir what's happening what's happening yes sir what's well, an honor and pleasure to have you uh on the line uh, thank you for giving up your time we always like to ask producers about their origins, you know, what influenced them. So we understand you grew up in uh, South Carolina, yeah, if I'm not mistaken, right? So what were your... Yeah, uh, Columbia, South Carolina. What were your musical influences growing up in Columbia, South Carolina? Who influenced you? And what was it like growing up there uh, being, you know, influenced by hip-hop in South Carolina? Um, well, it was, uh, it was different for me because I started off as a jazz musician, gospel and jazz, uh, playing live instruments, you know, like... In the early 90s, 2000s, you know, playing in church. And um, I didn't really get into rap until later on when I was about 15 years old. So, um, I don't know, man. In in South Carolina, you know, there's not much of a music scene. But uh, I always had friends who were into it. And, um, you know, once I got in high school, I kind of got introduced to the the small hip-hop community that we do have. And and that led to me meeting a lot of people and... uh, I guess it led to where I'm at today. Yeah. Yeah, no, that's dope. <clears throat> I mean, a lot of people don't know it, man, but we're from the same hometown. And uh, I, I knew about Super Mario for a while, man. Like, uh, we, I've got a studio down there in uh, South Carolina, man, and uh, the guy that runs the studio, uh, uh, Irvin, mm-hmm. would tell me all the time about this kid, man. And so just over the years, I've just been watching him and watching him just kind of blow up and blow up and blow up, man. I just think it's really exciting to see um, someone, cause see, it's one thing to watch somebody do something. It's another thing to know what they were dealing with while they were coming up. Right. And so, yeah, for me to see, see you make it out of Columbia, I know specifically what you've been through. So, I, I just think that it's really dope that you're 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 so driven, man. What what's kind of doing it for you? What's driving you? What's making you go so hard? Because we both know, man. So many people from that town you know, have tried and just haven't been able to get from out of there. But what was it, man? What what, what drives you? Well, I think one of the biggest things that drives me, and I don't know if I've said this before, but um, just it almost felt like it was meant to be. Like, I kind of felt like no matter what I did or how hard I worked, somebody is going to open up doors. And then, you know, along the lines of... Uh, uh, you know, to come up and like struggles and stuff, it just, there was just little affirmations here and there to let me know like, yo, you definitely need to keep doing this. Mm. Um, and especially like the response I used to get when I used to pop up at the studios because me and you and a few other people, you know, like Manchester and all those guys, right. we were the first people actually being producers, making the beats. Right. There wasn't a lot of that. So I was inspired by the people who, who like took interest into my sound. Mm. That's what helped me to keep going. Yeah, that's dope. Well, man, I think uh, <clears throat> I think when I noticed the when I noticed your actual rise in this thing, man, which is is amazing, is when people like Big Crit would say stuff to me, like, 
you know when you know how the game goes, man. It's it's really about the circles of people who are recognizing, you know, growth and recognizing talent. And that's when I was like, he's on his way, man. Because people that that I respected as as you know musicians and producers were starting to talk about you. I was like, yo, he's out of here. He's gone. I didn't even have to hear the music, and I knew what the play was. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> and then of course when I heard the music, I was like, oh, this nigga's crazy as hell with this shit. So <clears throat> I just thought that was a uh, really dope. Yeah, it, it seems like to me that, that networking played a big role in, in your rise. Um, I read that you were, you know traveled from Columbia to Atlanta to network. Was meeting um, the people in like Young Thugs camp, like C4 and those guys, was that like your initial um, kind of break? Or how did networking play a role? Um, uh, well, there's a cat from Columbia named Benji, and there's another guy named Black Cat yep. that I used to ride around with. I used to produce for Black Cat and Benji, and I used to... Uh, sometimes travel with them but uh i think it was 808 mafia i think it was Southside and tm 88 that heard about me kind of first you know the, the whole thug thing was like kind of a mishap it just happened on its own mm-hmm. and it happened around the same time that i met them uh the, the 808 mafia guys so okay they knew about the two cup stuff placements and all that which immediately they were interested right so I used to go stay at Southside's house uh, sometimes when I came to Atlanta, and I just let them know, like, bro, like, I'm really trying to do something. I know I'm not from here. I know how y'all are. I know Atlanta has Atlanta's back, not niggas from South Carolina. <laughs> <laughs> so, but he, uh, but he opened up to me, man. He was like, yo, man, I'll put you in touch with certain people. He did what he could, or he did what he was willing to do, and, and just from there, I just started putting pieces together myself and, like, yeah. I, I would I would sit in my car and wait on people to show up to the studio, like not really having a plan when I got here. Right. And, and and the more I got into it, I met DJ Scream. Scream started letting me come to the club. You know, it was it's, it's one of those uh, one of those kind of one of those movie type situations where it's like the story is like real cliche, but <laughs> that's what really happened. Yeah, but you know what? <clears throat> what's really crazy, man? You might think it's cliche, but bro, you have no idea how many people won't even do that much right like you know what i'm saying i have respect for people man who jump in the whip man and get where they gotta go man and sleep in the car man and put the pennies together man just to make it happen like you 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 think it's cliche but it's so funny man that so many people so many talented people have let three hours of driving keep them from their destiny man you know what i'm saying and I preach it all the time, bro. I, every time I go to my hometown, I get it from people, man. What's up, man? Put me on. What? What? Put you on? Like, bro, drive down the street. It's three hours. Like, Man, look, I, <laughs> I can attest to that because I used to be one of those people trying to hit you up. <laughs> you put me on. <laughs> nah, listen. Nah, for real, man, like, you, you, you were the first producer that I looked up to from my city. Man. I'm and I'm not I'm not kissing ass none of that I'm I'm being dead serious. That's when that. I heard you were working with Yellow Wolf and I seen all the stuff you were doing, that was more of a push. And then I saw you were uh, traveling. I think you were in Charlotte and and going back and forth to Charlotte and yeah. going to Atlanta. And I was like, okay, so I really have to get outside if I want to do something. Yeah, man. And bro, you did it. Like I just think at the end of the day, man, that that's the testament right there because it's like. To sit outside of a studio, bro, not knowing what you're going to say to a cat when you see him, but be there with that in mind, that means the world, bro. That's the difference. That's the reason why 
you got records on the charts right now. That's why you winning, man. And you're going to continue to win because I see it in your eyes, bro. Like, you ain't even, you ain't even like, <laughs> you ain't even got started this, yet. This is everybody else. This, for, this, just for everybody else's information. Like, if you take a chance and you get out there not knowing what's going to happen, you gain experience. You mm. gain charismatic experience as far as how to how to talk to people, mm. what's going to make them, what's going to catch their attention. All these things you learn through failures and because you could play a hundred beats for somebody and they'd be like, okay, cool, yeah, you got a nice beat. But when you learn how to talk business, when you learn how to catch somebody's attention and all these different aspects outside of just playing the music, right? then you, be, you become uh, an asset, not a liability. Man, what you talking about, bro? Mm-hmm. That's what's up. And, you know, so, and that's one of the big things we try to, you know, uh, push on the show, man, is uh, learning how to work relationships, man. You know, um, yes. I noticed that, like, you, you're really, you're really good at getting in a room and collabing and just, because I've been in a studio, couple studio sessions with you, man, and it's always a pleasure because it's like, every, you're one of those guys that just kind of knows how to play your role, and then when it's your time to smack everybody up, that's when you do it. You know what I mean? <laughs> And I think that's yeah, dope. And I think, yeah. So, like, what is that? Like a strategy? Is that something you've practiced, or like, did you have an experience that made you like realize how to do that? I mean, could you tell our, our listeners that? Well, it's, it's experience and and just uh just learning over time. Like, you know, like I, I used to go in a room and be impatient. I'm like, man, when I'm gonna get to play my beat? Mm. And you know. I noticed that when I was talking and trying to get pitched myself, it wasn't working. Then I used to notice that when somebody else would mention me or be like, yo, y'all need to play brushes. Yeah. That's when it was time. So a lot of it is timing and just experience from failing and trying to do it the wrong way. Wow. Good so I game. guess you could say a strategy. Right. It's a, it's a characteristic that I've developed. Now it's just a part of my anatomy at this point. Yeah, no, I think that's brilliant, man. So was the uh, the Jeezy Sweet Life was that your like your first big placement, or was uh, it one of the Young Thug records? Uh, uh, Sweet Life was my first album placement. Okay. okay, how did that come about? Uh, through a guy named Propane. Uh, he's very, very uh, in in the circles in Atlanta. Um, I know he works with Mike Will. He works with Metro. Uh, actually, no, I'm lying. It was C4 and Propane. Mm. So because of the thief in the night stuff and you know all the stuff we did with Thug, mm-hmm. uh, it put C4 in a position to start bargaining and trying to get these album placements. Yeah. So him and Pro worked that play out. Nice, 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 nice. This was a dope record, and uh, your production on uh, Young Thug's Jeffrey album was dope. You know, I think I listen to um, Future Swag almost every day when I work out. <laughs> That's like one of the number one workout songs for me because it's, it's such high energy. <laughs> Uh, you know, it's a dope I, record. I, so. that's, that's my favorite one. I like that one uh, more than I like Wyclef, but Wyclef just ended up catching people's attention more. Yeah, it's a video for that. You yeah. know what? Speaking of Wyclef, bro, like, literally, I saw you, like, locked in with Wyclef for real, like, recently. What's up with that? What, <laughs> like, you got to tell what you doing, man. <laughs> it's all a part. It's just, it's, I had to, I had, you know, it's, it's a part of the story. Like, people, people heard the Wyclef record. They heard Super Mario at the beginning of it. It was only, like, right for me to try to get in the room with Y Club. But wow. Even that was kind of a uh Y Club said he had heard of me right when the uh, Thug record came out. So he was already interested. 
it just so happens that my managers have a close relationship with his managers. Wow. And was that That's amazing, bro. <laughs> Yeah, that's pretty good. <laughs> like, I was like, I, I was I was in the Twilight Zone for a second. Yeah, that's crazy. Bro, I would be too, man. Like, I just think, when I watch, you know, the, I think the part that, like, really just makes me very happy, man, is just knowing, bro, because I, I, our listeners maybe can relate to this, mm-hmm. but it's nothing like seeing a homie get it. You know, it's like a real homie from your hometown, somebody that you know was out here struggling and doing it the way that in a way that I'm very familiar with and to see (laughs) and to go and to see you working with like legends bro like that is dope man I think hats off to you man bro I think you I really 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 think you got a bright future man and I'm just I'm really glad to just see it kind of coming together I can't wait to hear what y'all did because I know that shit's gonna be super ignorant Well, I'm a, I'm a, uh I'm a, I'm gonna give you the inside. Uh, that that the song that I produced for Wyclef will probably be the first single from the Carnival. Ooh. So I think that drops real soon, actually, yeah. real soon. Willpower was kind of like screaming. What, what, first single from where? I kind of missed <laughs> that because Willpower. <laughs> yeah, man, it's it's all blessings, bro. I can't I, I can't even complain because it's like. The more I, uh, it's, you kind of got to just open up and let the universe or God, whatever you want to call it, work it's, for you. you gotta, sometimes you got to just step back and allow the people that he's put around you, you know, to work. And it's, it's test to this thing, man. Sometimes you get tested. You, you get put around somebody. Look, for example, you might meet somebody who you feel like you shouldn't be dealing with or isn't going to put you in a better position. And that mentality will stop a blessing that you have on the way. And when you open up to people and you like, you know, not everybody's good to open up to, but when you gauge situations properly and like at least give people a chance, they might be some of the biggest assets to lead you to your next next place. Nah, that's crazy, man. That's super dope, bro. Nice. Now, speaking of just dope records, um, congrats again on, on a more life placement. I see you you uh, collabed with uh, S1, a friend of the show, for an Ice Melt song. Wow. You know, and, and uh, yeah. how how was that collaboration, and how did that come about? Well, I my my relationship with S One is actually built off of the Wyclef song for Thug. A lot of this stuff is like a tree, and it's just branches growing. Okay. Um, the reason that uh, he's involved is because I used the vocal sample from some of his writers, so I, I, I ended up having to give them splits on the records. Nice. And his or his manager called me and was like, "Yo." S1 wants to work with you. He won't charge you for these packs that you're buying offline from him anymore. Like, he'll just send you stuff. Because <laughs> right. I was, like, buying this stuff online and incorporating it. But instead of me, like, running off with it, I'd call or, or you know, check up and see if this was, like, royalty-free, if I could go ahead and use it. Yeah. And it just so that they wanted points on the record. I didn't fight it. I just was like, okay, cool, no problem. Nah, man, I think that, bro... I- I'm tripping right now, man, about just how smart you're moving out here, man. Like, so many cats fuck their whole shit up because they don't know how to politic. I mean, you know. Yeah, gamble. It's definitely a gamble. It's a gamble. It is, man. But, like, bro, like, look at it. Like, you know, if you had tripped over something small like that, then you wouldn't have the next thing happen, which is way bigger. You know, and then it'll just continue to work in that fashion, man. Eventually... You know, it is what it is. But that's that's super dope, bro. <laughs> Free game for sure. 
Yeah, nice. that's for everybody. I hope I hope whoever listens to this take because they they hit me up on Instagram all the time. Like if I go live, I get a lot of producers on my live, and they they have questions. And a lot of people tell me they're like, bro, you one of the most accessible producers I've ever seen. Yeah. Like some people would be like, yo, why did you even respond? To me? I'm like, dude, I'm I'm a regular dude who was in your situation. Like, right. it's only right that I help you. Yeah, no, I think that's I, that's exactly my approach too, man. I I don't feel like. I don't feel like it's necessary to be like that. I think people, you know, like you said, it's all attainable. Like I hate when I, you know, I hate it when people kind of put us in positions and create these, um, you know, create this, Im- yeah, this image of us that like what we did was so special. And it's like, I, I like to think that I am special in the fact that I'm talented, but I'm not special in the fact that all I did was work. I just went to work. And right. I wouldn't let it defeat me. I let I just kept going, and I continue. You know what I'm saying? I I, I think that that's, I think that with you having that type of um you know attitude about this man, I already know where you're going, man. Like we'll, we'll be we'll be watching you catch honors and all kinds of stuff in the next few years. Man. <laughs> I'm super excited about it, bro. Awesome. I hope, I hope so, man. I'm I'm praying for it. Yeah, man. So other than the uh, Y Clef work, is there any uh, anything you can talk about uh, that you got cooking up? Yep. Uh, there's a there's a, well besides the you know the Y Clef stuff. There's a there's a bunch of guys in Atlanta that I'm working with. Um, one of my frequent collaborators um, is actually Rollo. It's a dude named Rollo. Yeah. And he he's, he runs around with Thug a lot, but um, he's about to drop a single that I produced. Um, uh, I want to. I'm, I'm scared to say it, but I want to go ahead and say it. I think there's more Drake stuff on the way. I'm just kind of pacing that, seeing how that works out. Yeah. But relationship is definitely blossoming there, so that's a good thing. Yeah, definitely. And of course, always, always more young thugs too. Yeah. Well, that's dope, man. Nice. I think. Um, I think it's a whole lot more coming, man. I just, you know. I, I can feel it, man. When somebody's on the bubble, bro, and I know you on it, man. I know you got some stuff with Crit coming too, man. I know. Um, yeah, bro. I, that's the thing. Like, there's stuff that's happening, but I forget. I like. Yeah, I, that's I, what I, I know. I know, man. It's a good I, problem. To I have. can probably <laughs> name five people that I know you've been working with that I know you just ain't thought about right now. So, but um, <laughs> but I, man, listen, bro. I just I really appreciate you taking the time out, man, to talk to our listeners, man, and um. Before you know, we let them go, though, let's see if we can get. Uh, we've been asking all our new guests that we're airing uh, who your top five are producers. Yeah, top five producers, man. Off top of your head, whatever you can think of. My top five. Yep. Okay. Um, well, I'm, a, I'm just because I literally just heard this person the other day. Um, DJ Camper and Sounds Fire. I got to put them two together. That's I'm just call that one person. Wow. Uh, DJ Camper and Sounds Fire, they are they are incredible R and B producers. Um, as far as pop, I'd say like Dr. Luke and um there's another guy, I can't remember his name though. Well, I'm gonna just go ahead and go with Dr. Luke. Uh Ill Mind, No ID. Uh, One more. Fuck. Quincy <laughs> Jones. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Dope. Will Power. Fun, Nah, for real, bro. For real. A lot of, a lot of my, a lot of my eccentric work. A lot of my, uh, a lot of my style in general came from what you do. Like when I heard Yellow Wolf stuff, bro, and like there's an alternative vibe to it. You can hear like the acoustic guitars, and you can hear 
uh, instrumentation on top of instrumentation yeah. and like shaped how I make my music. That's I have a song with Young Thug that's coming out called To The Moon. Everybody wow. freaking out over that song. They keep asking me about it. And I literally made that song and it sounds like an old folk song with people stomping and clapping, bro. It's I like, love it, man. I'm all I'm on that type of shit, man. <laughs> well, then, listen, man. Uh, well, I'm telling you, man. We, you, you know, I'm doing a studio over here, man. So we almost ready to open up, man. And you, you have to come over here and break this place in with me, man. And um, I, I can't wait to collab on some stuff, bro. I think you know, I try not to get in the way because I'm the type of dude, man. Like I didn't want to get too involved because I wanted to see you shine first. You got it, man. You know what I'm saying? Like, you got it, bro. No, totally, totally. And, I, and I'm and I'm kind of glad it went the way it went because I wouldn't learn I wouldn't learn some of the characteristics that I know that now. Yeah, if absolutely, I man. Absolutely, man. Like I, you know, I, I'm just glad to see it come along, man. And I can't wait to get together, man, and do some shit. I know we're gonna do something crazy. So, uh, but again, Anytime, man, but you know I'm there. Yeah. Well, man, listen, what's your um, social media website? Social media, yeah, what's all that? Just so we can, our listeners can catch up with you. Um, on Instagram, you can find me at S-U-P-A-H, Super S-U-P-A-H, Mario I-G. Yes, yes, Super Mario I-G. And um, on Twitter, it's Super Mario Beats. Okay. Um, anybody want to email me, just email me at supermariobusiness at gmail.com. And I think that's about it. That's all I use on a regular basis. That's dope. That's dope. <clears throat> all right, man. Well, listen, bro. Again, thank you for your time, man. Let's uh, let's make some things happen, man. I'm definitely gonna have Angie reach out to you, man. Keep you up on uh when we complete the studio because we gotta get you out here. Awesome, man. Thank you. Heard what I said. What's up? Yeah, no doubt, brother. All right, peace, all right, man. Thank you. Peace, all right. It was a pleasure. My man. <laughs>